0: At our Father's house, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Uh, In the book of Matthew, the 22nd chapter, and uh, I'd like to begin at verse 1. The Bible says, you can stand now. (laughs) The Bible says, and Jesus answered, verse 1, and Jesus answered and spake unto them again by parable and said, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king which made a marriage for his son and sent forth his servants to call them that were bid into the wedding and they wouldn't come. Some's not going to come. Again, he sent forth other servants saying, Tell them which were bidden. Tell them, behold, I have prepared my dinner, and my oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come unto the marriage but they made light of it and went their ways, one to his farm and another to his merchandise. And the raiment took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. And when the king heard thereof, he was wroth, he was angry, and he sent forth his armies and des- destroyed those murderers and burned up their city. Then saith he to the servants, the wedding is ready, but they that were bidden were not worthy. Go ye therefore into the street highways, go, go ye therefore to the highways and as many as you shall find, bid to the marriage. That's what we got to do. As many shall find, bid to the marriage. So that those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good and the wedding was furnished with guests and when the king came in to see the guest he saw there a man which had not on a wedding garment and he saith unto him friend how camest thou in hither not having a wedding garment. And he was speechless. Then said the king to the servant, bind him hand and foot. Take him away and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Let's bow our heads and let's pray. Father of heaven, we just come into your presence here tonight in our feeble way, Lord God, to share a message, a word, Lord God, to these uh, precious people. And I just believe that, that you're just going to help us all to receive, to speak, Lord God, to take into ourselves what you're sending. Now, Lord, I pray blessings upon this congregation and upon your great, wonderful word that it would go forth with power in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Here in the word of God, uh, the Bible tells us that a, a certain king made a marriage for his son and he sent forth servants, tell them that were bidden that all things ready come to the marriage, but they refused. And then he uh, sent other servants and he said, tell them that were bidden That uh, all things are ready. I mean, knows all things are ready. All things are ready. The oxen, the fatlings are killed. Come to the marriage, and they made light of it, and went their way. One to his farm, and another to his merchandise. So the servant came and said, "Uh, you know, here's what they did. They entreated your servants spitefully and slew some of them. And the king was angry. And he sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned up their city. And he said to the servants, they that were bidden were not worthy. Now I want you to go out into the the highways and as many as you shall find bid to the marriage. (laughs) The servant went out and bid as many as he found. And he came back and he said, I did what you told me to do and yet there's room. He said go out of the highways and, and as many as you find good and bad and bid to the, to the marriage, you know, and fill this place up. And, you know, the Bible teaches us that all those that came, to this wedding. Now, let me tell you, a wedding is a special time. And, uh, you know, uh, you're supposed to, when you go to a wedding, you're supposed to look right, don't you? <laughs> uh, well, when the king came in, oh my, and just walked in and began to look over the Guest, all of them looked exactly alike, except one. And he, he stuck out from everybody else, because everybody had a wedding garment on. And the king said, friend, how came you in hither? not having a wedding garment. The Bible says he was speechless. And the king said, bind him hand and foot, cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. Now, this wedding garment was supplied by the king. It was an insult. When they came in the door, all they had to do is just reach up and put it on. But somebody thought it wasn't necessary to have that wedding garment on. And when the king looked over at all the guests, Somebody didn't look like part of the crowd. It doesn't matter, you know, uh, how good a person we are. We have to be dressed right. My text tonight, and I've prayed about this, i prayed, I've, I guess I've prayed more over this 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 message. I don't want to preach just a message. I want uh, I want God to speak to our hearts and minds and and set us on a path that will take us right into his presence. Yeah. Yeah. And uh as I preached this probably 30 years ago. But then I didn't preach it. 30 years ago, I, I, I preached. It's a different thing tonight. But the title of my text is a well-dressed Christian. Mm. Now, you're thinking I'm going to preach clothesline, don't you? (laughs) A well-dressed Christian, it it, it means something to be well-dressed. This one man wasn't well-dressed. So, uh, you know, uh, it's important that uh, we're dressed up right. And I'm not talking about a suit and tie. Uh, Brother Claude Ely wore overhauls years ago in Cumberland. He felt comfortable in those overhauls. But his church folks didn't like it. We want you to be like other preachers. And we want you to wear a suit and tie. So, you know, uh, uh, it's important that we uh, uh, are well-dressed. And as I said, this garment was provided. And I want to talk just a little bit about some garments, but there's just one that I really, if, if, if I can help myself, to not be too long on some stuff to get to where I need to be. Uh, <clears throat> let's look at uh, what a Christian needs to wear of the garments of salvation. Now, there's a robe of righteousness. Isaiah 61 and 10 Uh, Isaiah said, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. (laughs) My soul shall be joyful in my God for he hath clothed me with garments plural garments of salvation. Mm. And he has covered me with the robe of righteousness. Oh my. Glory to God. Let me tell you, oh my, that righteousness is that clean white linen that God clothes a dirty soul. (laughs) Woo! My, my. Robe of righteousness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. Job said, 29 and 14, I put on righteousness and it clothed me. I put on righteousness and it clothed me. Here's what Paul said. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Paul says, finally, my brethren, Be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. (laughs) Having on, glory to God. Having on your loins Girded with the truth. Your loins girded with the truth. And having on the breastplate, and we're still talking about righteousness, the breastplate of righteousness, and your shoes shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You can walk over every devil yes, if you're shod right, yes. if you're dressed up right. Oh, my, my. The Apostle Paul knew what it was to be dressed up right. The reason, Brother Odie, Uh, A lot of people's having storms and things they can't get through, they're they're not dressed right. There's a portion that'll guard the heart and there's a helmet that'll guard the mind. (laughs) Oh, glory to God. Let me tell you, evil thoughts will go over, but if you've got the helmet of salvation, they won't lodge there. Woo! Glory to God. Oh, my, 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 hallelujah. Another garment is the garment of praise, and Brother Justin mentioned about that uh, uh, other night. The Bible tells us that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the meek or to the poor and uh, open the blinded eyes and unstop the deaf ears. And uh, to give us the garment of praise for heaviness. Anybody here heavy in your heart tonight? Then there's a garment of praise that you can put up on you, and oh, it will just help you in that heaviness. Woo! Somebody needs to praise the Lord as you go through these storms. Oh, my, my, my. Let me tell you. Now, there's another garment that the Bible teaches us. Jesus said in Luke 24, 49, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but carry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. That word endued means to be clothed with. Oh, glory to God. I want to be clothed with power. Not that I'm anything, but I want to be clothed with power. You and I need power with God. If we're going to do the works of the Lord, we need power. Oh, just be clothed with power. Thank you. Hallelujah. Let me read some, boy, I'll tell you what. I'm going to be long tonight. Let me read something here. Uh, in order to be a well-dressed Christian, there's some things you got to put off, and there's some things you got to put on. Uh, in Colossians, I believe. Let me see if I can find it. Colossians, the third chapter. And let's look at verse eight. Here's what the Bible says. But now ye also put off all these things. There's some things you got to take off in order to be well-dressed. Take off, put off these things. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, Filthy communication out of your mouth. You got to put those things off. Lie not one to another, seeing you put off the old man with all of his deeds, and you put on the new man. Oh, glory to God. Which is created in the image of him that created him. Let's look at verse 12. Put on. There's some things you got to put on. Put on therefore as the elect of God holy and beloved bows of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, for uh, long suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ, forgive, we got to forgive. And above all things, put on charity. Let me tell you. Bible also says, put on Jesus Christ. Yeah. Just put him on, wear him around, <laughs> take him to the mall, take him to work, take him everywhere you go, just wear him around. Oh my, when you, when you go to school, kids, man, just wear him around. <laughs> oh, glory to God. So let me, let me get to what I'm trying to get to. There's one garment I want to talk about, and uh, and it's the best robe. Now I know that uh, I know that uh, the prodigal son father said, "Go get the best robe." Now this is my version of the best robe. It might not be yours, but it's my version of the best robe, and it is best. I call it the best robe because it was the robe that Jesus wore. <laughs> this robe will cause revival to break out. How I many is wanting revival? It'll cause revival to break out. This garment will keep down church troubles. Oh my, how we need to keep down church troubles. Because of this garment that I'm gonna tell you about, the community will see Jesus in you. When you're wearing this garment that I'm gonna tell you about, you'll remind everybody of Jesus. (laughs) Oh, glory. Now, Jesus Christ, he had some troubles with his disciples They were hand-picked, but they wasn't perfect. I mean, wasn't it Peter that cursed and sweared? But they wasn't perfect. They they got mad at each other. They had strife among each other. I mean, they they were shooting daggers at each other. Uh, Christians, disciples. But God had a plan for them. And even, even, even the mothers got into it. They come to Jesus with their two sons and said, would you let these two sons, one sit on your right hand, one on your left hand in your kingdom? And Jesus noticed that they, was, they, they need some things happening to them because they, as they was walking along, they got mad at each other. Church folk. This is a strange message, Ann. It? It'll get better. They got mad at each other. I mean, Brother Odie, uh, they were talking, and Jesus heard them. <laughs> and they were quarreling among themselves who is going to be counted greatest? in the kingdom of heaven. They wanted to know who's gonna be the the main fella. (laughs) And Jesus saw this. And the Bible tells us, the creator of heaven and earth, the all-powerful Lord, God's anointed one, king of glory, One that that the Son of God mm-hmm. laid aside his garments. Right. Wow. Now I'm gonna put this on here. <laughs> Come on. I paid seven dollars for it, so I'm <laughs> gonna it. And Jesus laid aside his garment trying to straighten these disciples out and took a towel. Slaves had a scarf or something like this or a big pair of overhauls, what some folks said, you know. And it represented I'm a slave, I'm a servant here, Jesus puts on a slave garment trying to line out some disciples, and he kneels down. And he kneels down at those old feet, dirty, caked with dirt and begin to wash the feet of the disciples. Peter didn't like it, but Jesus uh, lined him out too. And he began to wash the disciples' feet. And he said, you see what I've done to you. I'm your, you, you say I'm your Lord and Master. And you say, well, If I'm your Lord and master and I've humbled myself down and washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. I give you an example, he said, that you should do as I have done unto you. So here, you know, uh, Simon Peter, the Bible tells us Here's what he said, and he probably was thinking about Jesus doing this. Simon Peter says, "Likewise ye younger, submit yourself to the elders. <laughs> yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed." That was the garment that Jesus wore. Be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble. Woo! Uh, My, my, my. Let me tell you. Simon Peter, oh my, he began to say, if you'll humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. He will exalt you in due time. We don't have to exalt ourselves. We don't have to lift ourselves up. We just need to be clothed with humility. And when we're clothed with humility, the world out there, they'll see Jesus Christ and they'll want to give their heart to him and they'll want to serve him. Let me tell you. It took a whole lot for me to put this on cause there's some pride in me. But let me tell you, it's hard to be humble if there's a lot of pride. It's hard to be clothed with humility when there is self-exaltation. Oh my, thinking you're something. And I, I'm trying to say everything so good. You know, I'm I'm trying to just put us on a path where Pineville, Straight Creek, up these hollows, they'll see Jesus Christ and they'll flow in here. When Jesus was in a place, they trod one upon another just to get to where he was. Oh my, clothed with humility. The thing about humility is, it keeps all the other virtues in place. Oh my. And let me tell you something. Sometimes we're gifted and we're talented and we're anointed but it ain't us. It's Jesus Christ in us. It's not my gift but it's his gift. I, I can operate in my power, but I operate in his power. It would be nothing if it wasn't for him. This is all about him. It's all about the one that knelt down and washed the disciples' feet as a slave and a servant. Let me tell you, oh, my, my, my. I want you to know if you got, you know, I, don't you get tickled at folks? Oh, I'm, I'm so humble I'm so humble, you know I, I I've been crying, Brother Odie, God, help me to be humble. Let me tell you something if you're if you've got humility, you don't know nothing about it. you ain't aware of it. when Moses came down off the mountain, he didn't know his face was shining, he wasn't aware of it, and if a person's got humility, they don't even know it and let me, let me say something else. That sad face, you know. I remember when I first got saved, a deacon, an elder uh, spoke to me and said, Brother David, the sadder the song, the better. <laughs> he liked to cry. And he, he felt like that made him humble. Good brother. I mean, uh, man, he'd lay hands on me and I'd feel the power. But, you know, that was in his mind. If I can be so sad, sad, you know, sad look. Oh, glory. Glory to God. Like a basset hound. (laughs) Now, I've got some basset hound pups up there. They're about seven, eight months old. And they've got those long ears and those droopy eyes and that sad look. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we think they're humble. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, they don't care. Man, uh, they get out there in the mud and if I go out in the yard... I have to swish them, you know, get them off of me because they're gonna get me muddy. Uh, You don't have to have droopy eyes and sad face to be humble. You can be the most bubbling person in the world and you can have a humble heart and a humble spirit. It's God that does it. It's God that makes us that way. He's the one that the spirit molds us. Now, I've got a message. Well, I ain't got it, but I I, I thought about getting it. (laughs) And uh, I just ain't had the courage. And it's talking about dogs. You know, uh, Paul says, beware of dogs. And I've got to thinking about porners and dogs that gets their noses in everybody, you know, and everything, and uh, yapping dogs. One of, these, one of these days I might preach that. But Paul said, watch those dogs. Now, how many knows what a poodle looks like? That that beautiful white poodle that's trimmed up. Real pretty. Balls of hair around his feet. I saw one in Knoxville dyed orange. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but that poodle, that poodle, you know, that they trim up and it looks so so good. It wouldn't dare to do what my bassets does. It wouldn't dare to get in the mud. It likes to just <laughs> hold that head up and prance. The reason it does that it feels like it's something. Yeah. Woo! Oh my. Sure has got a poodle. Now, it's humble. <laughs> and it's, it's partially crippled in its back legs. But every time I go into the house, it runs and gets a toy and brings it to me. If it can't find a toy, it'll get a sock. I've seen it get a leaf <laughs> and drag itself just to give me that leaf. Oh, my. Let me tell you, let's get back to this, this here. But sometimes, you know, uh, in, in church, we, we, we get the feeling that we are something and the Bible teaches us we ought not think more highly of ourselves. Let me tell you, there's, there's not a one of us any better than anybody else. Jesus Christ is the one that gets all praise and all glory. If there's anything good in me, it's not me, but it's Jesus Christ in me. Woo. Oh, my, my, my. Let me tell you, if you want to, if you want to be blessed of God, humble yourself. Make yourself a servant to other people. Uh, You know, Jesus, if he can do it, we can do it. And, you know, uh, we're just little. Anybody here big? Not a one of us. We're just little people because we are little. And we're unworthy (laughs) because we are unworthy if it wasn't for him we would forever be lost i owe it all to him oh my i just want him in my life I just want his life to be my life. I want his love to be my love. I want his work to be my work. It's not about me. Oh my, humility will hide himself. Woo, humility will will hide. He he don't like applause. He don't like uh, to be, uh, you know, lifted up. Humility retards away from all that. Some of these brothers, man, they're good, you know. Well, they're all good. But they they try to brag. They try to, you know, I know what they're doing. They love me. But let me tell you, I feel like the Apostle Paul, I'm the least of all of God's people. I can't walk with it without him. I can't talk without him. Coming down the road, coming to the service, I just I just begin to meditate, God, why did they get me? They should have got somebody else. But let me tell you, Jesus Christ is the one that we're here to glorify. And let me, let me throw this out. If you'll stay humble, the fact is there'll be a day he will exalt you in due time. You might not be recognized today, but there'll come a day that you'll be exalted in due time. And the Bible says he gives more grace to the humble I need that I need more grace Anybody here needs more grace I need more grace in my heart Oh my I want to just love people I just want to I just I just want to help folks in my feeble way and i told the lord come down the road if 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 i just stay up 20 minutes that's okay cuz i'm not capable of you know preaching great messages but i do know that god is real yes. and we're all on the level at calvary yes. and god loves everyone just alike yes. sisters God loves us all just exactly alike. Don't love one a speck above another. He loves us all. Now, I'm going to close. They they tell me that brother, Brother Bo preached a great message last night. Are You Thirsty? Is that the title of his message? Are You Thirsty? I wasn't here. And uh, I was so thankful for that because I prayed for every one of these that's speaking and asked God just to send his power like he's done tonight in this service. But Brother brother Bo uh, preached, Are You Thirsty? Now, There's one man in the Bible, his name was Absalom, David's son. Absalom built monuments. He built a monument to himself and called it by his name, where everybody can look at that monument. And it says Absalom and Absalom's place. He built monuments. I don't want to build no monument. I just want to be David. Now another another person in the Bible, Brother Justin, was Isaac. Isaac didn't build monuments, he dug wells. Spring up, oh, well. He dug wells. Jacob dug wells. You have to get down. You have to get down to dig wells. Oh, my. Brother, Brother Ernest, I've dug ditches. I've dug ditches at church and you know, uh, we've dug ditches. Everybody's dug ditches, ain't we? And I can dig ditches and stay clean. I, I get down in it. I mean, I get on my knees and dig and I get dirty. But you know, I pastored a long time. I've seen guys come out with clean clothes <laughs> and try to dig a ditch, you know. and you know. <laughs> Nice clothes and hard work don't go together. But getting back to what Bo preached, listen, there's a thirsty world out there And we need well diggers. And we need ditch diggers. And we need men and women that is clothed with this humility and says, it goes against my flesh. But with everything I do, I do it for honor of the name of Jesus Christ. I might be called on and you might be called on to do jobs that we think we're above that. But I just take it as it's such a great honor to do it for Jesus. Oh my. Here's what David said. I'd rather be a doorkeeper. (laughs) I'd rather... Be a doorkeeper. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in tents of wickedness. Let me stay back there where the door is. Let me shake the hands of those that's coming in. That's enough for me. Woo! That's that's enough for me. If I could just do it for Jesus if I could just do it for him, one of these days there's gonna be a reward. Oh, my, 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 my. There's gonna be a reward for everything that we've done towards his name. Oh, hallelujah. Be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud. That means God fights against proud people. God resists the proud, but he gives grace. How many wants grace? Look at that. If you'll you'll go down, he'll lift you up. (laughs) Oh my. If you'll humble yourself, you will be blessed of God. He will take you into a place that's so wonderful. And I think, Brother Odie, the reason I'm preaching this tonight, not that that, uh, anything, except God, Jesus Christ wants us to have his love and show his love to a world that's lost without him. If they can see him in me and you, they'll pray. Oh my. If they could see him in in me and you, and and listen, 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 I don't want us to walk out of here and, and just think, you know, boy, I'm something. But let me tell you, he's something and if he could just if the world can just see him they'll see him in in your actions your love the way you treat folks oh my for years and years you know I pastored 30 years up there at our church but for th- uh, for years and years i don't know how many people and they're probably saying it about this church. But I don't know how many people that came the very first time and said I felt love there. I felt loved. Bruised people. Hurting and wounded people. They know they know the what it feels like. To be loved. So, tonight, so tonight, in order to be a well dressed Christian, I'd rather have this than anything I know of. Righteousness, all those robes are important. But this right here keeps it all together. Humility, the robe of humility. That's what Jesus did. And he, he, he was the Lord and He was the master. And he did, he clothed himself as a slave. Slaves are bought their own and possessed by their master. Brother Buddy, all of us has been bought, ain't we? All of us has been bought by what? The precious blood of Jesus Christ. Oh my, we are no more our own, but we've been bought with a price. And the Bible says, therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which is God's. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to OurFathersHouseKY.org.